Tonight, Santa's elves have gone on strike. Is this the end of Christmas as we know it? Has the Obama Starbucks anti-Merry Christmas gay agenda finally won? Find out tonight. This is America the Christmas Special, Volume 2, Plight of the Worker Elf. Tonight on America the Podcast. Let's jingle some bells. Back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. Hello, and welcome to 60 Minutes. Cut. Dude, you're going to get us fucking sued. Do it right. Fine. All right, take two. Action. Hello, America. It's me, Thebadias A. Stard, a.k.a. the Bastard, a.k.a. the embodiment of an only hope for America. And welcome to the War on Christmas episode of America, the podcast. I'm sorry for my absences of late. During the election, I got caught up in a few things, as you might guess, and was even asked to be one of the speakers at the new congressman orientation recently until being outed by that Ocasio-Cortez kid for being a corporate lobbyist. No matter, it's Christmas, and it's a time for forgiving and, um, well, regular giving, I guess. But will anyone even get gifts this year? As you heard at the top of the show, Santa's elves are now on strike, for the first time in their over 1,600 years of work. With me today via Skype is the head of the North Pole chapter of the Elven Labor Force, or ELF for short, Meredith Bipplewink. Thank you for coming on the show, Meredith. Thank you for having me. And you can actually just call me Mary. Ah, like Merry Christmas. Uh, no, like the Blessed Virgin. Ah, I see then. I'm just kidding. Of course it's Merry Christmas. Sorry, little elf humor. Gotta keep our spirits up. Are you and your fellow strikers in good spirits right now? Well, the Christmas spirit, yes, but, you know, we're mad as hell. What led all of you to this strike, finally, after all of these years? Everything from our working conditions to our living conditions, really. What are the working conditions like there at Santa's workshop? The hours are pretty long. Since we don't require much sleep, we work 15-hour days with about an hour break in between. But even then, that hour is spent walking to and from the bathroom or to and from the cafeteria all the way across the factory floor. And before you know it, your hour break is up and you're back making race cars for Billy. It wouldn't be so bad if we actually had a hope of retiring someday. Wait, does Santa keep you as slaves? No, not at all, but now with the retirement age being moved up to 63, it feels like we'll never get out of here. Well, 63 seems pretty standard, actually. 63 decades. Well, that is a very obscure and slightly deceiving way of measuring time, but it is long nonetheless. My heart goes out to you and your kind. Do go on. Well, housing is provided to us, but it's shared. There's no privacy. We have the manpower, the skills, and the magic to make more homes, but our request is always denied. Also, there's no vacations. Why is that? Probably for the same reason they give for not letting us expand our housing. They don't want us to accidentally be seen by the human race. Well, I think the human race could handle seeing elves. They're used to seeing obscure things all the time. Hell, the humans gave us Austin, Texas, and Tokyo. And we even do yoga with baby goats now. So what could possibly be Santa's reasoning? Oh, it's always the same old excuse that it could ruin the magic of Christmas or some load of prancer poop. Half a billion kids in the world already believe in Santa and thereby default believe in us. 
and I wouldn't be too shocked to see us in real life. We're portrayed in movies, books, hell. They think we sit in, on shelves and watch them all year. A very intriguing point. Now, moving on. What are the demands of the ELF? Well, better meals for one. We can't just keep living on candy canes and gumdrops and cookies. So you're just wanting better candy options then? My favorite is Nutrageous. It's delicious. No, I mean, we were hunter-gatherers before we signed our lives away to come work in Santa's workshop. We need fruits and vegetables and meats. I mean, why do you think we're so small? The average height of an elf is 5'8". Fascinating. Do go on. I take it you have more demands than just better meals. We want a higher percentage of the smile magic. What the hell is smile magic? Well, it's the Christmas magic that comes from a child's smile on Christmas Day when they open their presents. Obviously. It's what humans would consider currency in our society. Ah, an obscure currency. So is it like Bitcoin? Well, considering it's magic and not digital, no. But it is more stable and it is worth more. Ah, I see. Please continue. Well, we also want higher safety standards on the factory floor. While magic does allow us to regenerate, cutting off a limb still hurts and there's no need for it. And uh, let's see, what else? Um... Uh, we would like oat milk in the company break room. Mmm, that stuff is delicious. Yes, it is extremely popular right now. Um, just out of curiosity, is your show sponsored by any of the oat milks? Sadly, no. We can only be so worthy as to kiss the ring of the all-powerful oat milk gods. However, we are sponsored by Podbean, a lesser demigod. Go to podbean.com backslash Podcast for your first month free. Ha! Hey, we need money, and you left an opening. Typical capitalist. Says the Marxist elf. Do you have any other demands? Yes. No more cleaning up after the reindeer. Um, at least five non-Christmas songs every three hours. What songs are overplayed the most? Mostly the classics, like the propaganda songs for Frosty and Rudolph and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, things like that. But for some reason, they've been playing Christmas shoes a lot lately. It really brings everybody down. Also, that Do They Know It's Christmas Time At All song by Bono can piss right off. Indeed. That song is absolutely terrible. Does Baby It's Cold Outside ever get played? I only ask because it's become a point of controversy lately. You mean Me Too, the Christmas song? No way. We've never allowed that song to be played in the workshop. At least in Bono's terrible Christmas song, he wants the people of Africa to know about Christmas. He's not trying to roofie everybody. Anyways, we also want to limit the number of gifts each kid gets to two instead of eight. Actually, can you bleed those numbers out? The number of gifts each kid gets from Santa is supposed to be top secret. The kids aren't supposed to know the exact number of gifts their parents give them versus what Santa brings them. Ah, I see. And why is that? Well, it's the whole Christmas magic excuse again. But also, because of Christmas magic, parents are super fuzzy on what they actually bought and what is under the tree. Hmm, well, couldn't they check their credit card statements? Well, they could, but who's to say they didn't pay in cash? Also, Christmas magic keeps them fuzzy. Uh, they never, in the 1600 years we've been doing this, realized what Santa has brought them and what uh, they actually have purchased themselves. Ah, I see. Well, please continue with your demands. Yes, um, no more paying for uniform repair. Um, individual dorms if requested. I mean, look. I like living with a roommate, but Dipsy, my roommate, Dipsy Scoopawink, 
she smells. And I won't get in trouble for saying that on here because all she listens to is Snow Fox News all day. Which is also annoying. We also want the right to gamble, the right to visit South Dakota, the right to drive. Why would elves need to drive anywhere? We just want to, okay? Some of us want to feel the wind in our hair as we drive down the street versus taking the magic train to work. I see. And um, follow-up question, uh, why South Dakota, of all places? Oh, because it's a holy site to the elves. We believe that God created the earth 6,000 years ago, and when he did, we sprang forth from that mountain. And when we came to life, he put his four faces into that mountain. It's been a holy place ever since. I, um... Wow, that is... That is a lot. Um, well, um, I hope you one day get to visit South Dakota. Um, do, do you have internet by chance? Uh, no, that's for suppressive people. Um, at least that's what Santa and all of the posters that we have around the workshop say. Ah, uh, I see. Um, I think I have the full picture now. Um, okay, uh, moving on. Do you have any more demands? Um, just holidays off. Um, but we only put that in there to get his attention. Ah, I see. Good idea. What will happen if your demands aren't met? We will continue to strike, and there may not be a Christmas this year. You would deprive children of all ages their Christmas. These children of all ages need to know what kind of man Santa is. He may bring joy to millions, but it's off our backs. Being an elf shouldn't be a thankless job. We are the elves, and we are in control of the means of labor. Without us, Santa's just some immortal Turkish guy who rides reindeer. Don't get me started on the use of animal labor in 2018. Have you met with Mr. Claus at all? Oh, many times. So many times I've lost count. And it will always, quote, get better when we turn a profit. What profit? We're the only beings on this planet that buy, sell, and trade in smile magic, and there's no way we haven't turned a profit in the 1,600-plus years we've been making toys. We've requested to see our magical intake returns laid out in a spreadsheet or something, but he always says it's too complicated or he's under audit. Hmm, sounds like the big man isn't playing fair. No, he's not. Not at all. And that's why we're on strike. Hmm. Do you fear that he will replace you with willing workers or, God forbid, automation? And, um, follow-up, uh, have any elves crossed the picket line? We the elves stand strong. None of us have or would ever cross the picket line to help that cookie-fingered Yule Log. As for getting new workers, he tried integrating gnomes around a hundred years ago, but they all quit to go work for Keebler. And, uh, robots are no match for elven magic, so there's never been a concern with automation. Ah, I see. Well, have none of you ever considered doing what the gnomes did, and, uh, going and working for a more elven-friendly company such as Keebler or Hewlett-Packard? Of course. I mean, who wouldn't want to go bake cookies in a tree all day? Especially since they fireproofed all of their tree-based factories. But our passion is toy-making. It wasn't always this bad, but with the times changing and more and more children being born all of the time, that means higher production quotas, which means a faster pace, which means we need a better working environment. I could not agree more. Well, Meredith, thank you for coming on the show and telling us your story. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, Meredith. That was Meredith Bipplewink, head of the Elven Labor Force and apparent member of some sort of Scientology-type cult that Santa Claus has created for the elves. We'll be right back after I call Jesus, Captain Planet, and the Easter Bunny to figure out what to do about the Santa Claus cult situation. Also, after an ad for a new show on Shway Media, please enjoy that. I will be back screaming into your ears momentarily. Now, do we have the cell phone number for Captain Clint? It's America, the podcast!
Now that we have reached the end of our show, and are reaching the end of 2018, I wanted to leave you with a new segment we call, A Bit of Advice. This advice is for both sides of the aisle. The Democrats and the Republicans, conservatives or liberals, whatever you want to call yourselves. It has come to my attention that some people in this country are in a hissy fit over whether or not Santa Claus or gingerbread men or anything of that nature, should be gender neutral. My advice is this. If the mere thought of Santa Claus and gingerbread men being gender neutral, or if the mere thought of them not being gender neutral, pisses you off more than the fact that a seven-year-old migrant girl from Guatemala by the name of Jacqueline Call died in U.S. custody from dehydration and exhaustion, then I kindly advise that you go fuck yourself this holiday season. But also... Remember that the person's birth that you are celebrating, you know, Jesus of Nazareth, was also an immigrant, fleeing persecution and seeking asylum in a foreign country. Happened right about now, 2,000 years ago. So remember, when you are sitting around your Christmas tree this holiday season, snuggled and warm with your families, remember that this year, America separated children from their families and put them and their families in concentration camps in America, in 2018. This has been Thebidias A. Starred with a bit of advice, and to also bring your spirits completely down. But fret not, you can still help these kind people out with your money, my favorite way to help anybody out. You can donate said money to the Border Crisis Children's Relief Fund at savethechildren.org. That is the Border Crisis Children's Relief Fund at savethechildren.org. A link will be in the description. Go, now. Get your Venmo, and, or your Apple Pay, or your Square Cash, or your Google Pay, and donate the money. I'll wait. I will wait right here until it's done. No, you can't do that. I can't, I can't wait? No. Fine. All right, well, this is the end of the show, then. We will see you all in the new year. Merry Christmas. And um, to any immigrants listening, please know that we at America the Podcast stand with you, and will always stand with you. You are what makes this country great. Good night, America. It's America, the podcast. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com.